Today's episode is sponsored by ABA Logics. What do they provide? Let us tell you because we think work smarter, not harder is the way to go. And this company has dialed in to that mindset. What is ABA Logics? Casey, when they called us, we were both so excited when we heard about it. Because, so excited. Yeah, we were just so excited because we're like, this is the kind of product we want to sponsor our episodes because we like to talk about products that we stand behind. And making our jobs easier is so important. And this company is set out to do that in this way. What do they do, Leon? Tell us. They are a HIPAA compliant mileage tracker. Are you a BCBA or a technician who feels that they are not accurately recording their data Hashtag data is really important in ABA, right? This program allows you to keep track of your mileage while maintaining HIPAA confidentiality. What they do is they use your existing calendar scheduling, right? Say you're using iCalendar or Google Calendar um, to input where you're going session to session each month. Um, you basically just export your calendar into their mile logic system, which is M I L E L O G I X X again, because they're so cool. And it does all the work for you super fast. It generates a mileage log for a month worth of scheduled sessions in seconds, guys. That is what I'm talking about. This is so exciting. If you are a clinic owner, a BCBA trying to keep track of the hours for the technicians or your RBTs. This is a great service to provide as an employee benefit. I've been at places before where the RBTs actually had to purchase their own mileage trackers. This is amazing. This is a great benefit to offer. And if you get online today, you could sign up for a free 30-day trial. Yes, free, as in no payment required. All you need to go is to abalogics.com. That is A-B-A-L-O-G-I-X.com. And when I went to their website to check out their awesome YouTube video that shows actually how super cool and fast it is, um, I was looking at the pricing and it is so incredibly affordable. I am definitely switching my staff over to this as soon as we're done with this podcast. That is A-B-A-L-O-G-I-X.com. It's behavior, bitches. Hey, guys, it's Liat. And Casey. We've made it to episode 10. Who the hell knew that would happen? Episode 10, let's do it again. There's oh, my rhyme. Oh, Casey. Oh, stop it. You Off silly the cuff. Little. Off the cuff. <laughs> no big deal. Um... If you do not already subscribe to our podcast, do that right now. Do yourself a favor. You'll know when our episodes come out. Just click subscribe on wherever you listen to your podcast, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Google Play, whatever it is, just click subscribe. And while you're at it, leave us a five-star review. We would really appreciate it. Who knows? Maybe you'll be featured on our review of the day. And like that right just, now, like yeah. right now, uh, we're Guys, back to that one is good. It's from, uh, <laughs> Chavez 95404. Okay. Chavez says, I listen to the podcast in the car on the commute to my office. It's so good that my 12 year old son is totally into it. He even asked me to pause the podcast so he wouldn't miss anything when he ran into the gas station to grab a water. We love that. And we love that 12-year-old boy. I got kind of like worried. I'm like, oh, shoot. We say some 
some shit on this podcast, but apparently this is a cool 12 year old and Shavas, thank you for listening to us and giving us five stars and all the love. That is so exciting. So continue to send us the love, please. You could always find us on our Facebook at behavior bitches podcast. You could find us on Instagram at behavior bitches podcast. Reach out to us. We're excited to hear what you have to say. Anyways, let's get straight to the topic today. I'm really excited about the guest we have. I've really pumped her up to Casey. So I hope she lives up to what I've told Casey about her. We did chat a little bit before where you were taking a little um, ladies break uh, in here and she should give me some beef on you. So. so let me tell you a little bit about our guest today. Our guest today is Toby Carpell. And she actually was my supervisor when I was going through my BCBA supervision hours. Toby and I met at Binghamton University. Yes, random fact. I went to Binghamton University in upstate New York. I don't know how I ended up there. Wait, more uh, random fact. That's where my where Matt's from, my fiance from Binghamton. Oh, that's great. That says a lot about him. I'm sure he's a total <laughs> townie. Um, hey, hashtag go I Binghamton. got him out of there. Now he's in New Hampshire, so don't worry. Yeah, living it up by the water. I get it. Um, just kidding. All the love for Binghamton. I hated you when I was there, but I your leaves and fall is really pretty. So Toby, her bachelor's was in human development and her master's from Columbia in early childhood autism and intellectual disabilities. Actually, when I went to Binghamton for the one semester I went there, I was really depressed and hated it and transferred to Maryland. But while I was there, I actually went to the final orientation, like the one where like you move in and then you go to orientation and sign up for your classes. And I'm like, okay, I'm here. Yeah. They're like, okay, what, what are you studying? I'm like special education. They're like, honey, we don't have a special education program here. I'm like, well, that's awkward because I've moved in. So <laughs> that kind of put me in a new direction. Binghamton university actually has an amazing ABA program. And so I started taking courses there and working at their child unit something teaching. I don't know. I'll have to ask Toby what it is in a little bit. But I actually took my first ABA classes there and then went to Maryland to pursue my bachelor's and master's in special ed. But Toby went to Binghamton and she refused to go to Binghamton's ABA program, even though she was there and could have completed all of it in her time there. She thought that ABA programs were just for animals. So Toby knows different now. She lives in Riverdale, New York. She has two kids and a husband who I believe she likes. She's hilarious. And I just don't want you guys being jealous that this was my supervision experience. And by the way, one last random fact, you guys can all think Toby that study notes ABA is around because when I needed my supervision, I reached out to her. Um, we weren't very close then. I just like kind of knew of her from Binghamton. And I was like, hey, I've had these health issues come up. I'm thinking of pursuing my BCBA. Would, would you be willing to supervise me? When I offered to pay her, she refused. And she said, Liat, just do me a favor and pay it forward later. That is why after I passed the exam, I taught what has now become Study Notes ABA classes for free twice a week to people to pass the exam and that was me paying it forward. And so I actually owe Toby a huge thanks because as you know, study notes, ABA is my baby hashtag sign up for the November collective. It's coming up starting September 5th. It uh, is not free anymore. She paid it forward enough in her first year. 
Well, I've actually, that's now my livelihood. So it is yeah. no longer free. I mean, you could find a lot of cool free stuff if you follow us on our Facebook group or you follow us on Instagram at Study Notes ABA. But just so any of the listeners who are in the classes know that you have Toby to thank. So, and she's the kind of person who loves reinforcement. So reach out to her later and tell her thanks. All right. Anyways, so in episode 10, yeah. what is the topic? The topic we are talking about today is online shopping and all that goes into that behaviorally and being just a human. Um, so we're going to have um, Toby come on now and introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit first on how you got into ABA. Welcome, Toby. Hey, guys. What's going on? We're so happy to have you. I'm excited to meet somebody who actually supervised this beautiful woman into the lady she has become now, the smart oh, BCBA. Yeah. So you must be Epically smart. So, what, what no Toby pressure. Said, no pressure. Toby said to me when she came on before you got here, Liat. She's like, I'm not going to be the one who comes on and talks and tells Liat how great she is for five minutes and gushes over her, blah blah blah. So that's why I just did that. <laughs> not fun, to mention, I, I'm so happy to have Toby here because I love shooting the shit with Toby. She's funny. You'll hear the way she talks. It's just like we just like shoot the shit. We both have ADHD off the wall, so it's like. Oh, whoops, a bug flew by. Bye. And we just hang up the phone and it's like, oh, like all three hours later, like our call got cut off. She'd be like, sorry, I had to go to the bathroom. I'm like, all right. She's not wrong. So Toby, introduce yourself. Go. Introduce okay. yourself. Go. Uh, my name is Toby. Um, I live in Riverdale, as you said, in the Bronx. And I've known basically since I was 13 that I wanted to do something with special education. My mom from my bat mitzvah project told me that I had to choose um, a project that I was working on. I was like, I'm going to send books to soldiers. And she's like, no, you're not. She's like, you're going to do buddy ball, which was basically special needs sports. And she's like, I don't know, maybe they'll teach you how to play sports because I'm so not coordinated. And I signed up for buddy ball thinking I was going to do like a six month commitment. And I fell in love with it. And then went on and I volunteered in high school in our self contained room, went to college was like, okay, I'm going to do a human development major, I'll go to school for special ed. And people kept saying like, you know, you like autism, why don't you do ABA? And I looked into it I was like, Oh, this is terrible. This is animal training. Why could you do that? I was like, I'm never going to do it. I got trained in floor time when I was in college. Like I was like the anti fast forward to grad school. And I'm sitting there a year into a two year program. And I have like a complete panic attack. And I said to one of my professors, I'm just like, I have no idea how to get a kid to sit in a chair. Like, how am I graduating in six months and I can't get a kid to sit in a chair? Like, what am I supposed to be doing? And she was like, I think you should look into ABA. And I was like, no, no, no. And she was like, just take one class, trust me. And then my life changed and I'm sitting here with you guys talking about online shopping. So the rest is history. Look at that. <laughs> well, would you look at that, Toby? That is freaking awesome. Online shopping. Is this an issue you have? I think it's an issue everybody has, but yes, you could ask my postman and my kid's babysitter and my husband, and it's definitely an issue that I have. Same, dude. Same, same, same. So I just am excited for today's episode because when we were discussing this before the show, there's so many behavioral principles that go into online shopping. So Toby, where's where is your, uh, where's your shopping choice? Um, that was your... my question. Oh Are my you God. serious? We didn't even write it like, down. It's not even written down. And I said... Toby, where's your number one location in terms of preference assessment where you would shop? 
Tell oh, us. you have to start with a preference assessment. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think for right now, it's definitely always Amazon because like as an adult, I need to get things like printer paper and children's Motrin and make sure that my son has a potty seed for potty training. So definitely there's always something from Amazon at my door, hands down. Um, recently it's been Nordstrom's. The Nordstrom sale has definitely been uh, contributing to my shopping behavior. The Gap. Oh because my I God, think, the half yearly sale and all because of that one blogger we follow. The full, yes. And it's the full yearly sale. And I'm pretty sure I sent back 97% of the stuff that I got, but I was just like, but it's so pretty and it's 700% off and it happens once a year. Um, but also the gap, because I don't know if you realize, but the gap, and we'll get into this more later, everything's always 50% off. Like you're always getting a deal somehow. So I'm just like, that's like right, loft. Like, loft also. True, true. I don't know. I used to be more into loft. Now it's really like the gap. I got a tie dye. Well, I don't go there anymore either. Day. Oh, that's cool. I love me some tie dye. So Dude, number one. Relatable. Yeah. You're so relatable, Toby. And your water bottle you're drinking is so loud, Toby. So sorry. No, no offense. It's really hot in New York. I have to stay hydrated. I love that about you. Antecedent intervention. So let's talk about behaviorally looking at it, Amazon's my favorite too. I love Amazon. I definitely order at least one thing a day. Um, my The things I order don't seem as important as the things you order, like toilet seats and stuff for my kids. I mean, I guess I do order dog treats, but I typically have a different pen or post-it note arriving to my door every day or a different pen to, or a different pen pencil cup. <laughs> to put you want to see my, my recent Amazon orders from last night? Um, <laughs> Tinkle eyebrow razors that actually um, are oh, for- Oh, those are like really famous. Did you see that face. advertised on Facebook? Yeah, and I want to shave my like my mustache. It's very blonde, but I'm like, I got to shave it. Then I ordered, <laughs> of course, I had to have for my 85-year-old Nana who lives upstairs. It's hard for her to get out back without her walker, but she can't carry her whiskey and ginger without her, without us having to help her. So I went online and of course they have that. They have a cup holder for, um, to attach to her walker. And then we get her at purple cause she has purple hair insulated mug to go right into the cup holder. So now she can be, I'm just creating independence in her. Now your she can... life intrigues me so much. <laughs> like, I just don't understand. You're always on water. Like I see you in different Because baby bodies of water at all times and your nan upstairs with the purple hair is just so fascinating i don't know if i'm more intrigued that that specific product exists if it didn't or i would like that, to it. hands down or that I... you have a grandmother who needs her whiskey on her at all times it's kind of like a 50 50 split with which part of that was the most interesting you know we were in the elevator coming down and i was like i want i bet i can buy you that and find it on amazon and she always goes google that and then i was like if they don't have it i'm inventing it she goes, you should market it to nursing homes. She goes, you know, they all need their drinks on the go. And I'm like, yes, they do. So funny. But anyways, yeah. So yeah, Amazon is again for everything, like a walker cup holder for your like grandmother. I, agree. Just, I think just for fun, I think we should all say the last thing we ordered on Amazon. Wait, wait, I have a family Amazon account. So am I saying the last thing I personally ordered or the last thing that was ordered on my account? Because I can't take responsibility for the last thing ordered on the account. Well, mine was a cup holder for a walker. So that's the last thing. I oh, I also use my family's like, duh. Like I'm on my like parents, but like yeah. I have my own card tied to it. Okay. If you want to talk about real internet addiction, we have a Gmail address that gets forwarded to every member of my family. That's only for Amazon notifications. Oh my God. Okay. So you really do have a problem. That's cool to know. The last thing I ordered were, um, 
what are these called? They're called um, a pack of six pencil cups that come with post-its. Not that I need more post-its if you saw my drawer. But right before that, I ordered anti-itch shampoo for Pavlov, smart bones, then busy bones, then dream stick bones, then good old fun bones, oh then God. a white lines notebook, then a black cover notebook, and then pilot friction color stick, erasable pens, cool stickers. I mean, I'm, this is embarrassing. You can tell that you uh, run a study notes ABA company, right? That there, yeah. That's a clear uh, indication and that you have a Pavlov. Exactly. That is so true. Um, so it's just interesting. Wait, you're forgetting about me. What's my last thing ordered? Yeah. What Toby, was your last Toby. thing ordered? You said, you said I can't be responsible for it. Well, so that I, was I, just if I was going to share it. Now I am going to share it. It was photo albums. Not that exciting. Who uses photo I albums? I thought it would be no like a deal though. Okay. Yeah. My, <laughs> I've never tried searching that for Amazon, but my son's birthday is coming up. And so like for religious Jews, three is like a big birthday. So we're doing like a big party for him. So I started ordering things for the party. So we're making something for the grandparents and great grandparents with photo albums. I'm being oh, I thought you were saying with the dildo. I, I, was, like, I was like, where is this going? That's going to be in my next Amazon order. And that's for the after party. There you go. That's smart. But also just, I, what are you going to tell your dad when he sees that on the account? I don't know. They don't, no one really asks questions. Like, unless it's like, it's everyone's like, don't ask, don't tell. Like if you see someone order something that's a little weird to you, don't ask. Like if someone has like a butt plug, just don't ask, just leave it. Well, also like my parents will order things. My grandmother's on it. And like, we just, we get a whole mix of good things in here. So I don't think we. Guys, what about out. how much does Amazon prime that day? Right. Stress you out. Like I'm like oh trying God. to get the best deal ever. And it, creates the most anxiety that I'm not getting the best deal. Okay. So I have I'm created, feeling anxious right now. Oh. I've created a ton of antecedent interventions to try and curb my online shopping. So for prime day specifically, I made a list of everything I could potentially need in the first, in the next three months. And then was like, unless <laughs> I see a deal on that, I'm not just going to buy. Cause also like Buzzfeed, like, I don't know if you guys read BuzzFeed, but they are constantly coming up with articles about like the best 28 items you need that are only $4 and they're going to change your life. And That's for like, sure. Well, I have Casey $4. Yeah. <laughs> I want to change my life. So I'm just like, okay, I, I need to stop with all these orderings because then I have big piles of boxes outside my door that go back. So for Amazon Prime Day, I actually ordered nothing. Wow. That was That's really big of you. Wait, but I what was I, the antecedent intervention? I made a list of everything I oh, needed yeah, that for was the next it. three to four that. months and nothing was on the list that was on sale. That is so disciplined of you, Toby. Okay. I'm really trying. Cause at one point I had like 10 boxes waiting for UPS to come pick up. And I was just like, we can't get in and out. We can't get in and out effectively. This needs to change. I need you're, help. You're barricaded in your house by Amazon packages. My name is Toby and I need help. There you go. Welcome to uh, shopping online shopping anonymous right here. Thank you, Casey. Thank you. True life. I like to shop online. <laughs> True. I miss that show. Yeah, I do the same thing with you as an antecedent intervention, except I write a list of things I might need in the next three years. So I've ordered car seats. I've ordered um, teething toys for a baby in case I ever have a baby. I've also ordered in case I decide to get a Volvo SUV in the next five years. I've got a grill for it to put in it. So that's what I do on Amazon Prime Day, antecedent intervention. I think that the hardest thing control. personally with online shopping is just you can get everything at this point on the internet. And as BCBAs or parents or people who live in New York or human beings, like 
who has time to go shopping at the mall? Like if I have a wedding coming up, I don't have time to sit and try on 45 dresses in the mall, or I don't have time to go to Costco, but magically I can get all that stuff to show up at my door without having to take extra time out of my schedule. So it's like my behavior is automatically being reinforced because I love to come home and being in my pajamas. I love to come home and get into my pajamas after work. And I can do that now that I don't have to go to Costco or go grocery shopping or go pick up stuff for the kids or whatever it is. And it all just magically appears on my door. And then if I don't want it, it magically gets taken away. That is so true. The amount of response effort in online shopping. I mean, it is freaking literally one click. Amazon, thank you so much for that. Literally one click. You have made it so easy. Our our credit cards are saved in there. Our PayPal. If they don't have PayPal um, or it's not already saved like in Amazon, I'm not getting up to get my credit card. They need to make that response effort very low for me. So all the companies that have moved to have PayPal, it's so easy. I'm like, yep, boom, done, boom. Well, how about Apple Apple Wallet where you just put your thumbprint on it and then all of a sudden it's ordered? I'm just like, wait, I, I didn't even mean to order this. I just touched my phone and then all of a sudden <laughs> I have like a shipment of I don't even know what coming to my door. Not to mention Alexa could do it all for you too. I don't even have to touch my phone. Like I'll be like, Alexa, we're out of toilet paper. I will order Charmin. The Charmin toilet paper order coming will arrive on Wednesday. Like, okay. See, so, it's not your fault. It's society's fault. Right. No, it's, it's what it's become. Totally. So a huge part of it also is, okay, let's all be honest here right now. Like if there is not free shipping, I am not ordering that shit. Oh my God. Not you chance. Target for like 30 seconds a summer. If anybody else noticed this, like I, I feel you, this was really stressful. I get all of my kids like diapers and wipes and all of our plastic stuff all on Target. It's always free shipping over $35. For like two weeks, they changed it that it was only free shipping if you were a red card member. And I was like, I don't want to get another credit card. So I was like, forget about it. I'll figure out another way to get diapers and wipes. And then all of a sudden, like it was like, okay, back for free shipping over $35. But they like tried to change that up. And I was just like, Forget it. I don't need it. Six ninety nine for shipping. Like my kids don't need diapers. They'll be fine. We'll just mop the floor <laughs> extra. That that kind of reminds me of a. Unless I'm saying this wrong, so you guys tell me. You know the progressive reinforcer assessment. It's like how much will someone go in order to get something? Can that kind of work? Can this kind of apply to it or not really? Kind of, except that there's actually no logic behind it because we're not talking that it's like a seventy five dollar shipping cost, right? Like I just ordered an ABA assessment tool and the shipping was way more money than anything that I've ever paid shipping on in a retail store. And I happily bought that because I had no other way of getting it as in a state of deprivation. But the minute that it's like, oh, you want me to pay a dollar for shipping? Forget about it. I could do so much with that dollar. And it's like, just buy buy the stupid diapers. You need them. But because there's so many more options in so that market. Stubborn. Yeah. Than the ABA market, right? If you can't get it somewhere else, then you are going to pay it. If you can get it multiple places, then you are going to say, F that dollar, I'm going to Amazon Prime. Um, so, But also the crazier thing is that the other day I was doing another Target order. Okay, I'm going to add that to the list of places I shop also. And we're getting new throw pillows and diapers and a whole bunch of other things. And then all of a sudden, as I put something in my cart, it was 
oh, buy $50 or $100 worth of school supply bedding and towels, and you get a $10 gift card, or spend $125 on baby things, and you get 5% off, like nominal things. And I found myself trying to like stack my cart to get these deals. And at some point, I was like, well, well my cart just went from being $50 to $200 and am I really getting anything out of it? But I had to take like a giant step back and be like, why are you trying to get this deal? Like it's not even a real deal. It's like a game. Right. Chill it, chill it with the clicking lady. Like you don't need seven more sets of sheets. That's how I feel, literally, I know. And, but this is essentially a concurrent, like we're talking about compound schedule, it's a concurrent schedule. Like you have availability of the same reinforcement from multiple places, wherever it's being offered at a better, you know, like whether it's like, like multiple factors you could look at like the amount of time it will take to get there like I, I love amazon stuff but it's like next day delivery if you do it in 15 seconds and if you order in 15 minutes i mean and three seconds you could get it by tomorrow that also puts this like limited hold of reinforcement like you got to do it now you got to do it now and i think it creates that pressure for you to make that order i think that also plays into you know the shopping online shopping behavior well, I also think that there's two different types of reinforcement or like a reinforcement and punishment that are happening at the same time. So one is that I need things. I don't want to go out after work. I want to come home as soon as possible. And by doing online shopping, I'm able to do that. So that's going to definitely increase my online shopping behavior. But then, especially when I'm buying stuff for myself, it's like I forget that I ordered it. So I start to think, you know, I placed the Nordstrom's order with $700 worth of dresses, but it didn't show up right in front of me. So I'm like, oh, maybe I should go check out some of my other favorite stores to shop in. And then all of a sudden I have like $3,000 worth of stuff. I don't, I needed one dress. Like, what am I doing? And I'm just like, oh, then all of a sudden the packages come and I'm like, okay, we got to make this right again. Hashtag delayed reinforcement. Yeah, definitely a huge issue, especially when I get into like my shopping head. Like, I feel like I'm either like getting stuff quickly that I need or I'm sitting down and getting everything that i need and when i get into that getting and knowing you need, you for sure take an adderall and you're like oh this seems like a good idea let me just try like order everything for the next six months maybe maybe my amazon card is filled with every single thing possible for my kids birthday party but i just don't want to keep it in our house for the next month from last night maybe hashtag new york problems also you like don't 100%. have space to keep everything but i know that it's sitting there waiting for me to order it and it takes so much stress off my life and also if they just maybe made dressing rooms um, with a little uh, more uh, like better lighting or uh, changed up the environmental variables so you didn't look like a fat fucking whale when you were in there, <laughs> um, then maybe I would Is go to the store more. Is that your well, F-bomb? Yes. <laughs> Wait, can we also so discuss... Immersive. I was sitting with Leah and I was trying to find clothing to wear and we were like sending outfits back and forth to each other. And the Bloomingdale's website makes it even easier for you. It says, this is everything you've ordered in the past. According to all of your past orders, which according to their website that you've kept, your size is X. So it's like, if I know that it's a similar style that I've liked before, and then they analyze all of you know the different sizes that I purchased, and then they tell me what size is going to work. So I don't even have to worry at a certain point about it fitting or not fitting because Bloomingdale's already told me that it's going to be same with Nordstrom Rack, just saying online Nordstrom yeah. Rack is the same thing. They're like, oh, we know that you got free people before. So if you're buying Vince Camuto, it's going to be, you're going to be a medium, you know, uh -huh. like it's so you don't even have to think about it. Like, you know, that it's going to come, you know, it's going to work. You're getting a style that, you know, is similar. So 
it's just, it makes it so much easier. And then it's, I do this with books a lot. You buy a book and then at the bottom, it's like, well, if you like this, you might like all of these other books. And then I just like you guys and ordering everything people talk on podcasts, I'm like, click, 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 click. And it's just like this whole interconnection between like your Instagram, your Facebook, your emails, like you leave something in your cart and all of a sudden you have a coupon 20 minutes later for you to buy the things in your cart. Like it just, it's like pressure, pressure, Have you guys heard about that app called, um, I think it's called UpPay or um there's ernie there's what it is is it it basically um it's now connected to a ton of different websites of clothing stuff and it allows you to break up what you're buying into payments and it doesn't charge you any interest i have to ask heather because it's really cool and uh, every time i go to it now it says do you want to use your uh i think it's not up pay or up something but basically anthropology has it yeah and it's literally a speaking of anthropology this is a shout out to anthro because i'm sure we're that famous that anthropology is listening like anthropology hi my name's liat you are the only place that does not have free shipping okay at a certain amount like accurate get, after get with the game or shipping. no there's again, one word they'll have free shipping they'll run a promotion and then to return it it's like seven dollars like i gave a package to my mom last week and i was just like mom can you take back the the anthropology things because i'm not paying six dollars for shipping after pay is the one that yep that's what it is and i uh it just makes it like it just makes it so much easier when you're like oh i see that my cart is seven hundred dollars but i only have to pay fifty dollars a month and there's no interest ever I haven't actually used it, but my best Casey, friend. Yeah, is I'm going to tell you right now, as your friend who like knows about your habits, do not get into that. Okay. I know. That's why I haven't. I know. No, I'm just like, as your friend, as your fellow behavior bitch, I'm telling you, do not get into that. I appreciate it. Also- I feel like this is not like a mashup of like financially fit and the marketing episode. Cause I'm just like, it's all combining for online <laughs> yeah. shopping. It is. It's cool. Cause we can pull different things from it now, but so the response cost essentially of a credit card, I feel like it's much easier to spend money on a credit card because first of all, it's online. You're not even like at least at a store, it's still much easier than if you have cash. And like when I personally have ever like twice in my life ever had like a hundred dollar bill, I never wanted to break it. It was like, I wanted to keep that. It was so cool. Like I actually have cash. I've never had cash on me. Like what does cash look like? This is so cool. Whereas a credit card is just so effing easy to use. And online, you're not even having to like see the credit card that you're handing to them. So you're not even realizing it's money. So the response cost, essentially the money coming out of your bank account, you're not realizing it right then. You're not seeing it go down. You're not realizing something's taken away from you. Later, when you see your credit card statement, you're like, holy shit, how is it $3,000 already? Like, I don't understand what I even bought this month. I thought I've been on my best behavior. Um, or if you, put auto, auto with, yeah, if you have auto withdrawal on your credit card for like, we have a, a home delivery meal system that I always forget. I'm like, oh, where is this coming from? Like, I don't see this coming out of my debit because that's really all I check. And then I went to one of my credit cards and I'm like, what the? Because I don't use any of my credit cards anymore, but I forgot about the things that are still coming out on that. So then I had to cancel that and just put all that on extinction. Well, have you seen there's a meme? Because I'm also obsessed with memes. There's like a meme <laughs> where it's like, oh, 
It's like you texting back and forth with your bank account or with your credit card statement. And it's, do I have enough money to buy a $4 purchase? And it's like, you don't have enough money to, you know, go two blocks in your car. And it like is really harsh back to, or it'll be like, you've spent $900 at McDonald's in the past month, like pull your life together. And then part of me is like, I don't know if that'd be the worst thing. Like, I kind of like it if my credit card yelled back at me every once in a while and was like, what the hell you have you shit. been doing? A hundred percent. That actually like, is, do really, you need, I want that. Like, do you need that fifth sweatshirt? Like, do you need another pair of shoes? Do you need more toilet paper? I mean, that we do need, but like, there's just so many things that you buy and I get it. And I'm like, what was I thinking when I ordered this? Like, not the best life choice. Okay. I also saw this one article that had 33 Amazon memes for everyone and two of them, like, I really, they really resonated with me. One of them was like, you may have an Amazon shopping problem. If when a package arrives, you have no clue what it is until you open it. Number one, that's me. I'm like surprised. I'm like, how the hell did they know I needed these dog treats so bad? Oh, wait, I effing ordered them. And second of all, the other one says, Amazon says, buy all this stuff you don't need. Everyone says, nah. Amazon says, what if it costs 1.2% less and we call it Prime Day? Everyone says, shut up and take my money. Literally, they create this whole idea that, I mean, I'm literally stressed. Like, I can't do any work today. I have to be checking what's happening on Prime Day. I mean, Prime Day this year, I all I got on Prime Day this year was 120 seltzers. Um, Who knew that Amazon had seltzer? You might have just changed my life, but thanks. But no um, thanks. Actually, like, you're really Jewish. I'm sure you know about Dan's deals. Do you get those notifications? Those are stressful also. I do not because in the middle of the day, I don't need to know that I've missed out on 75 flights anywhere but New York. So that would just make my anxiety go through the roof. That is like the most like Jewish move ever following Dan's deals. Um, and But they tell you about these deals and it was like 120 seltzer. And like, what's this one brand? I love it. It's so good. Um, it was like $21. And so like I have like, seltzer of every flavor ever i feel like this is hashtag goals when you're that person who opens your fridge and you have like multiple drinks that is like anyone else think that's cool no are you yeah. aiming to be on mtv cribs where it's like hey guys welcome to my crib here's yeah. my stocked fridge not, with every flavor seltzer yeah do not follow study notes ava my instagram lives i'm like this is me behind the scenes here's my fridge here's the shit pavlov just took on the floor oh, you know that was gross today oh i know forget that that episode happened i let him get babysat yesterday and they like had a barbecue and like he has literally been like diarrheaing like gel on the floor i'm gonna puke um dog. um really yeah, he's- real raw relatable right over here yeah so anyways but so the basically the seeing the delayed um what would it be consequence of the response cost you're seeing it so much later that you're not feeling it Because it has to be immediate, right, guys, to have effect. And when it's a month later, you've already got all that stuff. You're like, shit, well, there's nothing I can do about it now. I just have to pay it. Yep. And these marketers, like these people in marketing, as we know from my sister last episode, and my sister's been in Dallas for the past week and trying to work away from her twin. So she's come to my office and I've been like hearing in on every Weight Watchers call. So, or WW, my apologies. and. I hear how much stuff goes into marketing. Like they're thinking of every detail and that is totally happening. Like they are, these different brands are really manipulating the 
like manipulating the MOs in the situation, you know, and creating like establishing operations for us to engage in certain behavior. For example, now that I am married to an Israeli, Zara is like the it thing. Like in Israel, they love Zara. The Zara sale comes twice a year. I now am up to speed when the Zara sale happens. I instantly, as I have some private events that happen as soon as I know the Zara sale goes up, I feel like I need to purchase my entire year worth of clothes. Um, and it's an establishing operation. Suddenly, like they create it somehow that you feel, and I know feeling is not a good behavioral word, but I'm trying to think how to use it best, but it establishes getting that sale or like engage, uh, or like getting those items as like highly valuable in that moment. Cause you feel this like time pressure. You feel like things are going to sell out. Like this is only twice a year, by the way, they do not do it so often, which also creates a sense of deprivation. Like it's not too often. Like who's excited when they go to old Navy and something's on sale. Well, maybe Casey, but it's like, everything's always on sale. Like who gives a shit Zara? Like nothing goes on sale. Like if Lululemon had stuff go on sale, which like they might have like three sports bras that are like, only four hundred dollars. Yeah, and four dollars like, less. Yeah, like four dollars less. You're like, yes, because they don't do a sale. But like, when it's a brand that everything's on sale, it's it's satiation. You see it all the time. So like, it establishes my behavior of like, if you know anything about me with a Zara sale, I go, I buy everything, bring it, and this actually isn't. I even do this one not online necessarily, but I, um, my behavior is kind of extreme with the Zara sale. Just saying. Toby, I think that Leon actually is the one with the um, shopping addiction. She wanted to do this episode so bad. So I, she like, could... I gave her like 20 different options we could do. And she's like, no, no, online shopping. That's definitely the best one you came up with. I'm like, like, I'm so really, but I can get you someone in prison. It's like, no, 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 shopping, shopping, definitely shopping. Um, but I also think that like websites like ASOS totally, and I'm clearly not thinking of the behavioral principle now, but they mess with your head because they'll say, I'll add my size to the cart. And I'll say, oh, only a few of those left in stock. And then Judy, they say, oh, well, yes. they, you only have, it's only being held in your cart for an hour. Then it totally disappears. And because it's already low in stock, you, you might get it. You might not get it. Like, I'm not so sure. Do you so think it's always like, low in mm. stock? Um, so some items are, some items aren't. So this would be a great question to ask someone like your sister to see like, what their teams are in play with she's like, like only three weight watchers memberships left in the world forever <laughs> um no but i just think that like when they start using things like that then you start the whole thing with online shopping is that it's so easy like you said there's a, such a low response cost that you're just click 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 clicking and then it's like oh fuck what i just do um that's your f-bomb sorry you only get one it's okay because I really feel that way when I have 20 boxes show up and then my husband's just like, so what's all this? And I'm just like, I was not, not online shopping. Like it's really important. Sorry. But you like something like ASOS, the way that they do things, like you end up ordering because you just feel so pressured and it's like, oh, I can't think about it. Like I just have to, I have to keep going. Like I need this dress. It and then I have to add seven open. other things to get free shipping. What you just said, Casey is so right. Say it again. It's online shopping is always open 24 seven days a week. There is never a time that you cannot do it. Right. So especially if it's like late at night and I've had a few cocktails, I'm waking up to something. I'm telling Wait, you. What's the craziest thing that you've ever like slept and ordered or drank and ordered? In the middle oh, of I, have the a, I have a really good one. That will. <laughs> Well, yeah. Tell so we've us, been, tell we, us. well, we've been engaged for like um 
two and a half years. years. So I, um, we were wasted one night, just, we always plan a wedding and then cancel it. And then like, not really plan it, but in our heads, plan it and then cancel it. We're just going to end up going to the the world. Know that like your wedding's not happening right now because people come and ask me all the time. And like, I am doing so many things. I don't have time to explain your relationship status. So can you please (laughs) announce it to the world right now? Whatever's happening. We were going to do like a little tiny one on August 10th, which we're not doing because we just decided we did it on the whiteboard. Leah got me a whiteboard and all of a sudden I'm pro and con and everything, right? She sent me this through Amazon, just plug. Anyways, so the only pro was that we were getting married. The rest of it was like, we don't want people to get drunk at our wedding. We don't want to have something for other people. We didn't want to spend money, blah, blah, blah. So we're literally, we're so in love and we, I, we do have the mush, mush, perfect relationship. We will go to the courthouse one day, but one drunken night, I decided that it would be really great. And I don't even remember doing it. I woke up and all of a sudden I got a box in the mail two days later. I ordered a wedding dress on Amazon, a like 1999. <laughs> it looked so pretty on. And when I got it in the mail and I ordered like an extra large, which I'm not um, that size, but I, I knew that in bridal, it's bigger, even though there's no Amazon bridal, Casey, like that does not exist. So I Did got it, it look in. like the picture. Oh my God. It was so embarrassing. I actually tried it on and walked around the house and that, and I were cracking up laughing. It was so horrible. It was like long sleeve lace. It was like a huge bag on me. It was like, uh, paper mache. Like it was, it was like a $19 wedding dress. I literally feel like that was such a good answer to that question that it was almost like you planned it, but it's not written it's anywhere. No. Or saying, I didn't like, even know that you were going to ask that. I, I completely forgot. I actually did that. So no, I'm just very spontaneous. I just, I want to know what everybody <laughs> You're so YOLO. Ordering. You're so YOLO, Toby, how you just like throw these like spontaneous, cool questions out, you know? I try. I try. I don't know my weirdest thing. I, I so ordered. Now my weirdest thing doesn't seem weird next to Casey's wedding dress. Oh God. I get so weird. It's embarrassing. I just told everyone that. No, it's pretty fantastic. It's okay, like guys. I could make up something real. fun that I could make up something like really weird that I ordered just because like my brain like is in the gutter all the time, but I won't just because I ordered a 12 pack of sun nut butter cups when I had my peanut allergy and I was just like, oh, this is the most exciting. It's like one of those things I would never let myself buy because who wants 12 packages of sun nut butter cups like sitting in your house. And then it came and I was just like, this was the happiest accident ever. <laughs> happy. I love half. I love happy accidents. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, I like, I like my subconscious cups. knew I needed those sun butter cups. Amen. I know. That's okay. But now the next thing I need to say is today, all these bloggers, and this needs to be a separate episode. So we're not going to get highly engaged in this part of the show. But all of these bloggers, their life looks so perfect. I think, or these Instagram influencers. Their life looks so amazing and they pair their purchases with essentially, you know, like showing things of happiness or like they're paired with something positive. It's like, oh my God, if I get that bathing suit, I'm going to look like a hot ass bitch too. And I'm suddenly going to be in Mykonos. Right. Exactly. Like, oh my God, if I go there, I'm going to be there too. This is so cool. The next thing I get and I'm like, okay, like my boobs are down to the floor. Like I cannot be wearing the same bathing suit that this girl who's like a triple a is wearing you know but like for a second it made me think that like that's me too you know and that's the problem. me too <laughs> <laughs> too soon yeah like, oh, it's no. never too soon no um well no, Leah, remember when you ordered okay so the other day Leah ordered um both of us for like my birthday present <laughs> 
these dresses that looked so good on the model on I, it was just a Facebook ad I think which she needs to stop doing no I'm done her. that behavior was punished every single thing I bought in those like six but Facebook what if- ads in a one day period I was like I'm into this I'm feeling like I'm like whatever every single thing I bought like the size shoe I bought must be like a woman size 13 which is like an <laughs> eight and a half like I swear I could fit like two of my feet in one um the dress was a full-on vagina shot it had a slit <laughs> I tried it on for Matt he's like who the F would ever make a dress like that? It is okay. Like, that's why that's what your wedding dress looked like. Because it's all <laughs> these things. It's like this gorgeous, like looks like something that you found. And it was really $700. Now this is like $9.99. And then you get it. And it's like, I'm so sorry. Was this stapled together in like my two-year-old's preschool class? Like what did I just order? Oh my that's God. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. Liat sent me a photo. She's like, do you want to see our new dress? And I'm like, sure. It's like her sitting on the bed and just like, full on like not, she had underwear on but she's like this is the slit it's up to my belly button <laughs> like um, oh dare good. you to post pictures on the instagram oh no because like you could almost see like my butt from like even though it's like a, the like, under a butt. picture so the blur, under it. blur it <laughs> yeah okay. dare you i'm just saying you can't like, talk about these hideous dresses and then not show unfiltered, it hashtag online shopping life unfiltered <laughs> hashtag yes. this came from some hashtag like dreams versus reality or like like i'll put like her first but the girl looked like she was so hot expectation versus reality yeah that's taking it from language we use with our learners exactly um and one other thing i think just to put in here is i mean do you guys read the reviews sometimes every single time on amazon if it's actually no every single time i read the reviews me too. I mean, I do that with Yelp. I do that with. Uh, I'm sure for you, Toby, you're ordering things that you're ordering over and over. You're not going to read them all the time. Like for diapers. No, but like sometimes I don't read every review, but I'll look at the stars. Like Amazon, I'll see how many stars that it has. Cause I also just feel like not every platform really utilizes their reviews. Like Nordstrom's, how many people leave a review? Like, unless you hate it, right? Cause that's also skewed data. Like, mm-hmm. if I love it something, I'm not necessarily going to go back. Like, I'll tell my friends I love it, but do I log back onto the website and say, like, this is my favorite thing ever? Totally not. But if you hate something, like, no, I- I've done that a few times in my life because I'm like, listen, I'm a BCBA. Like, I need to be reinforcing good things when I see it. So occasionally I've done that with like a restaurant or something, but not really. But I'm like, do you ever see those reviews where someone literally is like, hey, so I ordered the Brother monochrome printer. So day one, I got the printer. I'm really happy with it. It's really great. It sits really well. Perfect if you have an angle at a 37 degree angle in a corner office. It's great for that. Now, if you're not doing that, blah, 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 blah. And then it's like, okay, two weeks later, update. Printer still holding up well. I'm like, bitch, are you going to be effing <laughs> leaving a review for the rest of your life for this printer until it dies? Like, Who has that time? That? No, and then it's like two years later. It's so sad to say, but the printer has has ended his life. He was it's really good to me while he had it. Like, and the cartridge was really expensive anyways. So for my future printer, these are what I'm looking for, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, holy shit, bitch. Like, where do you have that time? But anyways, that was just a side rant. I'm sorry. And I'm like getting you heated over that. so worked up right now. Yeah, I really that. am. Woosa. I know. When my Apple Watch like reminds me, like, take a breath. And no, I'm like, because- I don't have time for that. It's still skewed data because unless you're Liat, who's paying it forward to the field of BCBAs, like, Casey, do you write positive reviews or do you write negative reviews? I don't write any reviews. 
See, so like my scathing review of my pop-up beach tent because we couldn't figure out how to fold it and we ripped it. Like I'm not sitting there and then saying how much I loved the beach toys that I bought in the next one. I'm just like, I hate you. This is a piece of shit product. But like, that's not fair to every other product that I buy. Like, and I purposely delete those emails that say there's still time to review your product. I'm like, eh, I like it. Everyone will be fine. Do you know what I like for reviews? The ones that I've met that have mattered the most to me. I don't know. Have you guys ever done rent the runway, but there are reviews no. that people actually you. So you rent dresses and it, I, know, did it, you do it? Oh, I know what it is, but I don't, I've done it a lot. Time, time is very Of course we know what it is. We're Jewish girls, Casey. What do you think? Of course we know rent the runway. Oh boy. What was I thinking over I'm here? I'm so sorry. Topi's in New York. Topi's in New you York. You have to get the stuff knows. back in a certain amount of time. Like I'm it's so easy though. Like you just that. pop it in a box. Like you would do Amazon. I, yeah, but like the Amazon package could sit in front of my door for 30 days and they'll still accept my return without charging me. Like rent the runway if my USPS Four guy doesn't come and pick it up, which happens all the time, then all of a sudden I have like a $700 bill. It's a lot well, of pressure. Happen, I can't does handle it happen it. all the time or all the time? All no, like the literally, time. I will get emails. I'll be like, your USPS has been picked up because you have to schedule it. And then I go outside the next morning. I'm just like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Like, are, are we living in parallel universes? Because I still have my box fort outside. Like, take my box fort away. And I want to talk about something that I think no one discusses. This is like, hush, hush. But it's something unspoken that happens. And it's not written anywhere on our outline what we're going to discuss. But I just want to tell you that I know that our behavior is shaped by this, okay? So when you return something on Amazon, can you just say, I didn't like it and return it for free? Yes. No, you have to choose the right response. If you say I changed my mind, then they'll say, all right, you're bad. Like you're seven ninety nine to return it. So I have to say it came late or that it the box did, was wasn't defective. the way I expected it. The it's Amazon's was defective. fault. The, the product totally. was okay, but the box was a little damaged or the product was damaged. Like those are shaped responses. Like, wait, so I'm past- so shocked right now because I don't do that. I just put, um, the the simplest one. Like, That's probably why you owe so much money on your credit card. You probably no. seven ninety nine <laughs> each time you return something. No. You haven't learned. You haven't. You no. haven't shaped Amazon. You haven't, yeah, you haven't <laughs> come into contact with the contingency. All it takes is one effing time. You trying to return those um, the extra planner you bought, and you're trying to return it, and you're like, I just it gives you the option like I didn't like it, right? Or like, um, uh, ordered accidentally. Or what I like, that's what I do. Or I think it was that answer orders accidentally. They, they they don't charge me. They don't No. Okay. Well, I always put the box was damaged and I'm, so the whole world is hearing this right now. You guys judge me ethically. I'm so sorry. Don't lie. All of you guys do it too. It took one time of them putting that punisher out there. You're like, Oh, I'm returning this planner. I don't need it anymore. That's a good one that you will definitely be punished for. Okay, $7.99 return shipping. I'm like- And the product costs like $11. So you're just like, oh, this wasn't worth it. Yeah, I'm like, okay, positive punishment, adding in that cost that I have to pay. Yeah, fucking right. There's my F-bomb right there. Not doing that. My behavior has been shaped. Now I no longer engage in that contingency. Well, also, can we talk about the fact when Amazon Prime said that they were, if you did too many returns, they were going to cancel your account. And I was like, crap, this isn't just about me anymore. This is about me. This is about my parents. This is about my brother. And like, really, my rate of ordering decreased. And then slowly, I started to like make returns and Amazon didn't say anything. And then I did a little bit more ordering and a little bit more returns. And now I'm like, 
back up to my full behavior because they didn't actually follow through on what they were saying that they were going to cancel my account for returning too much stuff. So they didn't keep the demand. Empty threats. Your bet. Empty threats. I never came in contact with the punishment. So man, oh man. it seems like Amazon, like you would think they're a smart company. Obviously not. They don't have any BCBAs working for them to tell them the importance of keeping the demand. Amazon, step it up. You want to do things right? Hire a damn BCBA to be on your you team. You have three people here who know the inner workings of everything to be ordered on Amazon. So let yeah. us know if Can you want to Can I just hire. say something real quick? We're going to take one deep breath together because I feel like towards the end of this, we've been getting, a, it's like a very like angst kind of like, so just chill chick chill there you go honestly i just think that at the end of the day the response costs in place for online shopping are so low right you have influencers who can swipe up so if i'm like oh i like that dress i can just swipe up and look at it and all of a sudden it's in my cart and i just touch the button and it's ordered you have amazon with your one click shipping and your reoccurring shipments for the items that you need you have every platform that offers free shipping you leave the stuff in the cart all of a sudden it's another 50 percent off it's just it's become so easy and you feel like you're playing with monopoly money so you really have to do some serious antecedent interventions if you're going to change this online shopping behavior because clearly tell us some, toby tell us some antecedent interventions that we could engage in supervisor please supervise me and guide me Tell me what the hell to do. It is my pleasure. So besides um, making a list of everything I need and making sure that I only buy the stuff on my list, I also, if it's something for me personally, I have a 24-hour wait and I'll sit there and I'll say like in 24 hours, am I still thinking about this item? Like, is it still something that I want to buy? Because like then it's not just me being impulsive or I'm sitting and I'm bored and I'm waiting and it's like, oh, that looks kind of cute. Like it's do, am I still thinking about this? Cause if I'm still thinking about 24 hours later, chances are I'm going to buy it. But like, how many times do you buy things you use it once and then it's sitting around your house? Like, like every kitchen. Story of going to Marshall's? Uh, home goods. It's home goods. The tchotchke aisle in the front. Max. Yeah. Like, oh, I totally need that unicorn tape dispenser. I already have 13 other tape dispensers, but like, how cute would my desk look like if I posted that in a study notes, ABA Instagram picture, you know, like that's how pathetic my life is. But I, I actually, I'm going to sound really worldly right now. Um, I can't say that I always do this, but this weekend I was at my parents' house and I was reading the Wall Street Journal and the front article was about um, this family who was really trying to cut their debt. So they were saying, um, this was like a major antecedent intervention, actually, the, so they were saying like their credit cards, they would so easily spend it that they didn't want to cut up their credit card in case they actually had a real emergency that they needed it for. So what would they do? They would fill up an ice cream container half full with water, then put it in the freezer, wait 24 hours, pull it out, put their credit card in the other half, then fill the rest with water. So your credit card is literally straight in the middle of the ice. It's an MFN restraint right there. That is like, that takes a lot of response effort for you to get it if you need it. Now, me personally, especially, that would be an, um, that would definitely abate my behavior. If you, if you guys are listening, you obviously know my freezing hand issue. I can't even take ice out of the freezer. I have to ask Ellie Ron to get it for me if I want ice or a water bottle or something. Um, So I would definitely never get a credit card. Now, 
if you did this to actually work, you would need to make sure that you do not have your credit card like auto saved on your computer and exactly like that works if you're like actually going to the store, but like none of you guys have credit cards memorized. So what I've done since Leah and I have uh, been chatting, I have um, I keep all my credit cards at home in like a separate wallet that I it's in the back of the junk drawer. I never it's so averse to even open that junk drawer. I'm not even going for that wallet. I only carry my debit card with me. I have gone on to all the um, shopping platforms and removed my credit cards as payment options. So the only thing, and even like uh, on Amazon, so I have an Amazon prime credit card. I took that shit off because they always ask me like when I do my one click, it always comes up that first. And I was like, I have to change it. So there's a response effort to change it to my debit card. And sometimes I'd be like, they just having the option was like a tease. So I would just do it. So I had to delete it from there. So now all I have is my debit card online and I don't know any of these numbers. So I'm never using them. So I've stopped using them and just paying them and paying them. I'm impressed because obviously there was competing contingencies. Like it was more valuable for you not to collect this debt than it is to like, I mean, I know this goes back to Shelby's episode, then getting those points. It's always like, I'm like, Oh, well, why would you buy that? If we didn't get any points for it, we might as well be getting money back for it. You know? Um, but actually you spend more when you're using your credit card. Actually today I went with my sister to the store and I'm like, dude, are you the only person who still uses a debit card? Like, Hello. That's all I use now. Yeah, but she's so much smarter because like I know that for me from when I first opened my debit card, like in college, I have all these alerts that like if I take out more than $125, I get like texts and emails being like, what did you do? You're spending so much money, which is like laughable now. So if I actually use my debit cards and got those alerts all the time, that was, you know, why you spent this much money, you took out too much, your external transfer is too high. Like I probably would stop spending it because I don't need my electronics mocking my shopping behavior. There you go. You're right. So like, and that's why your sister doesn't have 25 packages in the front of her door. And I do. She does. So you're on this episode and not Talia. I know. That's why I was the one getting so worked up. And I'm like, Toby, this is totally your problem. We should discuss on the episode, blah, blah, blah. Toby gave me all these lists. I literally have it right in front of me, like trichotillomania, pharmaceutical behavior, online shopping, prison inmate, workout. And then obviously this is the one that I felt that's like literally right in front of my face as I'm looking at it when I was on the phone with Toby one day. And um, no, but just going back quickly to what you were saying, Leah, like I feel like what you were saying, Casey, about not saving your information on Amazon or like not auto saving your login information also, that's like the equivalent now of freezing your credit card in an ice bucket. Because unless you're physically going to the store or like leaving something behind, then that might not work for your online shopping behavior. But if you don't save it and you have to go and you have to get your credit card and like, it's just, it's too much effort at some point. Like, do I actually need this? Probably not. Exactly. And another transaction saved. Toby, um, before we wrap this up, did you have, you had some articles you wanted to uh, tell our guests about? Oh, there's just like when I was looking at different things, so I was like, okay, let me see if there's more in-depth behavior principles that I wasn't necessarily thinking about when Leah and I were talking about this. And there's entire books dedicated to like, and articles dedicated to like behavior analysis and online shopping um, and all these different things. Like, it's crazy. It's like really a whole field of study, like, especially because most of what we do is through e-commerce. 
Um, so I definitely put those into your show notes if you want to share. Um, and for anybody who really has an online shopping problem, not like my over-exaggerated online shop program, you can go to an online shopping, either anonymous or support group, and they will help you to overcome your addiction. Because we are not thing. I mean, you could escape, you could, right? You could escape a lot of feelings. Also, just as a function of behavior, it's like, I had a shitty day. All right, let's escape it. Let's buy myself something. Retail yeah, therapy is a real thing. Then you're $4,000 in. You didn't, hear, you didn't feel anything hit your wallet. You already took off the tags and washed it, so you can't return it. So now all of a sudden you're in debt and you're still turning to shopping to replace those behaviors, but you don't have the money to do it. It's like a crazy cycle. So it's a real issue. Seek help if you need. Um, so, I think- Kobe, just thank you we, so much. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for having me, guys. It's been so fun, Toby. I always love to shoot the shit with you. Guys, again, if you do not subscribe to our podcast, subscribe. I mean, aren't we that fun? Don't you want to be our BFFs? Subscribe. It's like we're always there for you. You know, every Monday, it's like consider your best friend giving you a call. And you can drop respond it like to it's us. hot. Monday morning. Yeah, babe. drop it like it's hot. Mondays do not have to be bad anymore. Monday mornings, we drop that shit. And you could find us on Instagram at, oh, sorry, I was going to say study notes, ABA at Behavior Bitches Podcast. You could find us on Facebook at Behavior Bitches Podcast. Website still under construction. Please work with us here. So just reach out to us on our social media platforms. Um, and as always, Toby, thank you so much. Love you. Mean it. Today's episode was sponsored by ABALogics.com, as in A-B-A-L-O-G-I-X.com. This is the solution for HIPAA-compliant mileage tracking. Make your life easier. Get that correct data. You know, as BCBAs, we love that. So again, go to ABALogics.com. Thanks for tuning in. Hey guys, it's Liat here, and I just wanted to take the time for just a single second of your time and tell you about something awesome. As you know, Casey and I are super into this podcast thing going on here and getting it started. And I just wanted to let you know that there's an easy way to get it done. And that is what I'm gonna tell you right now about Pretty Easy Podcast. Thank God we got in touch with the team at Pretty Easy Podcast. They help you do everything from start to finish. They will get your show up there. They will record the episode for you. They will produce it. They will add bleeps in if you're full of F-bombs like myself. Whatever it is that you need, they will do it. When you first said you wanted to start a podcast, I was like, okay, we can do that. We have no idea what we're doing. I never really thought it would get off ground until we met Alan at Pretty Easy Podcast and he put all my fears to rest. He helped us get everything going from all of our audio, audio editing and production and hit our song that we have, which is amazing, by the way. We're allowed to record from our own homes. He helps us with our guests. Um, he caters to our schedule. Come on, Leah, we are the worst with scheduling. I mean, I know we said we're going to have a podcast a week so far. We're out a few days, but hey, he works with us. That's what we need. But the point is we were looking at how we could download all these different programs to try learn how to do all this podcasting stuff. 
But truth is, it's affordable. It's much easier to have someone do it for you. You could go to prettyeasypodcast.com and you could get started today. So- I say go. I say if you want to be heard, if you have something to say, like we do, we love the sound of our own voices. And we found Alan who lets our voices shine. So thank you, Alan, at prettyeasypodcast.com. 